So since this is our December kind of holiday episode, would you say in your time at the co-op, do people typically buy like gifts from bulk? Like is this has this been done or are we, you know, pioneers here? I think we're breaking new ground here, oh, yeah. you know? Um, I think that people typically wouldn't be thinking that, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the bulk department to buy some some gifts for my family. But, you know, if you get creative, you certainly could come up with some things. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of That's Rad, a podcast presented by the Littleton Food Co-op. I'm your festive, fabulous birthday month host, Anastasia. I'm super excited because, like I already may have mentioned, it's my birthday month, which also means it's traditionally a month of a lot of gift giving, whether it's for a holiday, a birthday a means to celebrate the dawn of a new year, or just to thank a friend for being a bright light during this dark New Hampshire winter. We all have one reason or another to give a gift this time of year. Honestly, I think our gift guide episode from last year might be my favorite episode of all time. So I didn't wanna try to recreate that and just fall short. Instead, something I've been thinking about this year is all of the waste we create during the holiday season. There's waste we probably all think of first, which is the wrapping paper, tape, ribbon, etc. But there's also packaging waste from toys and gadgets, and the waste of getting someone a gift they don't really need. This is a huge problem and it creates probably the most waste because this means that person gets to weirdly babysit whatever gift they don't want in their closet for like 10 years until they can figure out someone you don't know that they can re-gift it to. So that's why in this episode, I'm bringing you the 2022 That's Rad Official Sustainable Gift Guide. Like last year's gift guide, This can serve as a step-by-step guide to getting all of your shopping done at the Littleton Food Co-op. The twist from last year is that all of the ideas used little to no plastic or potential wasted material and packaging. To achieve this, I'm taking all of the pieces of my gifts from the bulk department. So unless I explicitly mention otherwise, you can assume I got something from bulk using my own container I brought. Also new this year, I'm going to include some other sustainable gifts you can purchase alongside of the ones at the co-op if you want a little something extra that we just don't have as a grocery store. But that being said, even if you don't take the extra step, all of these I think are super unique and mostly edible. So as long as you check for allergies and food preferences, there's a low chance of creating any waste. In addition to being able to match what many people on your list would want, I think this is also a pretty timeless list. So if you don't need any more gifts for December, just bookmark this episode and come back to it for your next birthday, 
graduation, bar mitzvah, dog wedding, etc. But if you do need something for those classic December holidays, time is running out, so let's get to it. into it since we're focusing so much on the bulk department I decided to pull in an expert if you will I think I think we will to give some more context I'd say to what we're talking about so I'm super excited to introduce special guest Matt Perry bulk department manager who I blackmailed into being on this episode. Thanks for stepping into the podcast mobile studio, aka my car. <laughs> Hello, Anastasia. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So just to like, again, start it out and like give context, like what what is the bulk department? Because there are some things, you know, that are more obvious, like produce and dairy, but then we have these departments like bulk or maybe fresh that are a little more ambiguous. So is there kind of like a elevator pitch that you can give to tell us what what is bulk? The bulk department is a very unique place uh, in that you can take as much or as little as you want of any sort of item that we have. We have grains like rice and couscous, quinoa, dried fruit, nuts, beans, flour, tea and spices. The little spice section is is very popular. You'll see a big crowd of people around it all the time getting all sorts of things. And like I said, the beauty of it is that you can just take small amounts if you want to. And there's all sorts of great reasons to uh, shop in bulk, which I, I can go into a little bit more for you in a bit. Awesome. Awesome. I think that's a perfect description of it. And I feel like sometimes I'm at a loss for words about it because you kind of understand it in theory. And when you're there, it makes a little more sense. But for those who maybe haven't been here or haven't tried exploring in bulk, that was a great description. I think bulk can be intimidating for first-time people who haven't done it before. They're, mm-hmm. they're not really sure what the process is. So I love it when people come in and they've never shopped in bulk before. And I basically show them the procedure that they need a PLU number for everything. And once they do it, it's just amazing to see how excited they get. And they'll always be ready to do it again and bring their own containers and all that kind of great stuff that, that we love love to see there. Yeah. Can you maybe go into more? Like if I was a first-time bulker, bulker, sure, <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, what, what would you be telling me to make me less intimidated? Yeah. Once you've decided sort of what product you're looking for, I would show you how to use the containers and how to do your tear. That's pretty important, especially if you're bringing your own containers. You can take the tear down. That's probably the hardest thing, and it's really very simple. You just 
place your item on the scale, put your tear weight down, and then using the gravity bins. Some people are a little bit intimidated by using the gravity bins because And those are the ones that are Yeah, like, those are the, the ones with the lever and Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. That is scary. Yeah, because you know, there's always a potential to uh spill some stuff and of course you know people do that and that's totally fine that's all part of the experience so filling your container and writing down your plu number and you know it's really quite easy once you get the hang of it it's always funny from the perspective of a cashier when let's say someone forgets to write down the plu number and then they come back and they're like okay it was this long-named item at this price and I'm like no like it's actually so much more simple than that you just need the three (laughs) three three, and then they come running back to me numbers and they're like oh like that's it I'm like yeah "Yeah." (laughs) that's all you need (laughs) for your own purposes you might need the name of what it is because Mm I mean, out of right. side of the store, it's not when you make get it home sense. and you're kind of looking at it and you're wondering, what the heck is this? Yeah, is this turmeric or allspice or yeah. what? <laughs> it, the recipes don't usually say right. two teaspoons of four two five. Yeah, <laughs> well that that would be funny. Maybe someone dedicated enough would like go through. We could and um, we could work on that. Yeah, a bulk cookbook. Oh, I like it. <laughs> so. You mentioned in your description of bulk a lot of the categories that you offer, like nuts and spices and grains. Is there anything that maybe people wouldn't expect you to have? Yeah, actually, um, in the liquid section, we do have things like laundry detergent, dish soap. We have tamari over there. There's all kinds of things that people might not suspect. And, you know, speaking of people's intimidation as far as when it comes to bulk, the liquid section can be very tricky. And um, I think a lot of people are hesitant to mess around with that. But there's usually somebody there to help out. We're always more than happy to help customers out with pouring liquids for them. It can be quite messy. So, uh, There is a little bit of a risk factor there. But with the liquids especially, one of the great things is that you probably notice that when you buy dish detergent in the grocery department, you're always buying a new container. You're always buying a new plastic container. If you save those containers and bring them in, take the tear, and, you know, it just takes a a little bit of planning on your part. But if you refill those containers, it really goes a long way in terms of the environmental impact. So many of our liquid products that we buy come in these big bulky containers. And like there's something about them that you kind of recognize the product based on the packaging, like the laundry detergent and even like vanilla extract those little bottles or Mm -hmm. honey things like that but you can totally reuse your own container i'm sure you've probably had this experience i know my wife for instance will will bring a container of uh something home it might be olives in a glass jar or something like that where she just loves the jar and she cleans it out and kind of leaves it it she has almost a little collection of of jars and if things. If you don't have a tiny collection of random jars that you right. want to use someday, like you are lying. Like then, every, who? <laughs> we all I do dare it. you to say that you don't because that's just like mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Don't even go there. Don't pretend. 
And it's great. You can use those jars again and just kind of keep it going. Do you have any personal favorites in your household of things you get from bulk? And maybe what are some other popular customer items? Right. Um, one of my absolute favorites is is really couscous. And the reason that I like that one so much is Annie, my wife, has this recipe where she does sort of a Mediterranean dish with the couscous and chicken in a tagine and it has olives and lemon peel it's just one of my absolute favorite dishes so it's really couscous is right up there the new peanut butter machine that we got has been picking up in terms of its popularity and i can totally understand why because the peanut butter that it produces is great and you know exactly what you're getting because it's basically just peanuts. There's no added oils or weird sorts of ingredients like that. And you know it's fresh too because you ground it yourself. And you know, yeah, you ground it yourself and you know exactly what date you could even write the date on the container that you did it and you know it hasn't been sitting on a shelf for yeah. however what your max amount of time. Yeah, and it's is. fun too. It's fun yeah. to uh <laughs> Use the machinery there. It kind of reminds me of a, like a soft serve ice cream. Yes. When it comes yes. out. Yes. And I don't eat couscous enough, and I really need to. Well, you need to strive to do that. Well, you guys need to have me over for this. Dish, okay. So we'll go Deal. with that. Deal. And in terms of customer picks, I mean, I feel like we can't have a bulk episode without mm. talking about the mango. Right. The mango is by far our most popular item. We just go through so much of it. It's ridiculous. Another kind of low-key item that you might not even realize, but oats. Oats are just totally a staple, and people buy a ton of oats. The organic oats, just in terms of volume, is one of our biggest sellers as well, in addition to the mango. And something I feel like maybe, I don't know in actual numbers terms, but I feel like I, let, I see a lot of is the dark chocolate sea salt caramels. Oh, Because, yeah. like, you need, if you're having the oatmeal, you need something that's a little Just more exciting. throw some of those in there with oh, your oatmeal. You, you know, <laughs> my favorite, know. no, my favorite <laughs> meal of the day is dessert breakfast Mm. is the little treat i have after breakfast to reward myself for having breakfast. absolutely well the caramels are perfect for that for any meal of the day yep so since this is our december kind of holiday episode would you say in your time at the co-op do people typically buy like gifts from bulk like is this has this been done? Or are we, you know, pioneers here? I think we're breaking new ground here, oh, yeah. you know? Um, I think that people typically wouldn't be thinking that, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the bulk department to buy some, some gifts for my family. But, you know, if you get creative, you certainly could come up with some things. You could do, like, a little tea sampler. There are... You don't have to think of them right now. <laughs> we'll We'll take a break, and then we will come back... And give mm-hmm. some thought ideas that, because, like, I think if I tried to brainstorm me right now, it would just be, like, oats with dark chocolate sea salt caramels, mm-hmm. because that's what we just talked about. But um, 
No, we'll come back with that. But. We have added some new candy um, for Christmas. And I think these will make really good stocking stuffers. Yeah, um, I didn't even think of that. Yep, we have little gingerbread bites. And we have Jelly Belly Christmas seasonal jelly beans, Christmas mints. So there are some things there. A lot of our repack stuff you definitely could use for stocking stuffers. Mm. It's interesting that you brought up repack. First, if you want to explain, like, what, what do you mean by that word? Repack is basically all the little bagged up items that we have. And it makes it easier for the customer. If they're in a hurry, they can just grab it off the shelf uh, so we do try to make it easier on some of the smaller items. And maybe some of the ones that, like, you want to be able to pick out how much mango you want, but it's like, in reality, that would be a little difficult mm-hmm. because it's difficult to repack anyways. So maybe, like, stickier things and, like, just things that wouldn't really function well, like, in a gravity bin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't really imagine. Mango like, in a gravity bin, yeah, that's or, like, not the really going to work. Just, like, if the raisins think, oh would be a sticky God. mess. Yeah, yeah they can't. wouldn't even come out, or they would like it would just be like a clump. That would not be pretty. Yeah. So, even though we have these plastic things sometimes, and we have you know the plastic bins that everything comes mm-hmm. in, even if it's not a repack, would you say that shopping in bulk is still overall more sustainable than not shopping in bulk? Oh, I would definitely say so. With the amount of uh, bins that we have and the ability uh, for people to reuse their containers, you know, it really just takes a little bit of extra effort on on the customer's part. And I think that that's one of the things that becomes difficult when shopping in bulk is that it does require some planning. You have to rinse out your containers Uh, You have to take your tear on your containers. But the reward is that if you really are someone who is environmentally conscious, you can really make a difference in shopping in bulk. Awesome. So aside from all of the great like sustainability points in terms of less plastic and reusing what you already have, what are some other reasons that it's better to shop in bulk? Yeah. Well, let's say that, uh, for instance, you are cooking a chicken tonight and you really just need a little bit of paprika for your recipe. I don't know. You know, just we'll just use that. Would you use that on chicken? I don't even know. We but, love paprika chicken. That's, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? But, you know, let's say that you need this obs- obscure little item and you can just take a small amount if you want. I think that that's one of the things about bulk is people usually think that it's... Um, a large quantity, but you can really just get a small amount if you want, or even just, you know, if you're looking for a snack and you want to grab some honey roasted peanuts or something, and you just take a little bit out of the bin. So that's the opposite side of it, where you can, you can buy a smaller amount. These items are typically more cost effective than buying in groceries. So you can, you can make out that way. And on that point, too, it's a great way to try new things. Absolutely. If you're, whether it's a spice or it's a candy or it's a mm-hmm. nut, especially like the seasoned ones we have, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a great opportunity so you aren't stuck committing to like, yeah. a full bag and spending all that money and then you don't end up liking it and it's, now you're stuck with it and it's like in your pantry and you don't know what to do with it. and. 
Right. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Just take a couple scoops full and, you know, see if you like it and um, kind of go from there. Okay, so what if I really do like it and I want to order, like, a really large quantity? Like, I'm like, I am obsessed with You're these milk chocolate covered gummy bears and mm-hmm. I need, like, they yes. they are my lifeblood. You need what to buy a I whole do? case. You can yeah. do that. A lot of our customers do take advantage of this, but I, I still feel like maybe some people don't know about it, is that you can come to us and buy a case of something if you want. And this goes for even the rice and the flour. If you're baking something mm, or you're baking. baking is coming up. Yep. Um, sometimes on the flour, you would have to commit to 25 pounds. But for some people, that's, uh, that's nothing with the amount of baking that they do. We have some other people who will get 25 pounds of rice. Maybe they don't get to the store that often. They just kind of hunker down for the winter. And you can definitely save money doing that. Awesome. Definitely something co- to consider as we come to winter. And I really yep. wish I could hibernate. Right. Just get me the rice and just... those gummy bears and see ya. In the springtime. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, anything else that you think people of the world need to know about the bulk department? Well, basically, I would say anyone who hasn't shopped in bulk yet, I challenge you to come in, ask questions if you need. You wouldn't believe the number of people that have never shopped in bulk before and they come in. And they use the gravity bin for the first time, and then afterwards, they absolutely love it. And they keep coming back for their beans and their oats and rice. And I just, I love to see new customers come in. Awesome. Well, you heard him, everyone. The challenge is on. And stick around, and we will present to you some new ideas for the holidays to make that challenge a little easier and get your holiday shopping done at the same time. We love multitasking. Thank you, Matt, again for stopping by. This was really fun, and you did so good. Thank you, Anastasia. (laughs) That was great. That was fun. All right, all right, all right. So the first sustainable gift we're going to start with today is a tea sampler. I think this is a great gift because tea is sometimes something that we want to like expand our palate on a little, but don't necessarily want to spend money on it in case we don't like it. Is that just me? I, I think that applies to more people, but that's something I feel strongly about. Uh, So yeah. So it's also pretty versatile because it can be framed as like a de-stressing gift or a wake up and get energized gift. Whatever set, you could give it a theme depending on what specifically you put inside of it. And then if you want to expand beyond that, partner it with some of the other things we're going to mention in this episode. I think you could also make this look super high-end and expensive if you get the right containers and labels, and that's up to you for what that ends up being, but it's something that you could make look not like it came from a grocery store. 
Three is always a good number for a set. And if you start with three teas, you can do one black, one green, and one herbal variety. Although another approach is to do slightly smaller amounts of more teas, maybe like five to six, so that if the recipient doesn't like one, there's just less that ends up being wasted. Some of the tea options we have in bulk are chai, china green, earl grey, English breakfast, jasmine green, turmeric ginger herbal, Indian spice herbal, and organic lemon ginger. You could also include some pour-your-own-honey, as well as a tea infuser and a package of empty tea bags, so your recipient actually has the tools to use your gift. I think that's a super important thing to note when gift-giving. In last year's gift guide, I brought up the point that gifting isn't really time or place to try and force a new habit on someone through a gift. However, sometimes someone does want to start a new routine or habit, but they don't know how and they don't have the baseline tools necessary. If this person you're giving a tea sampler to doesn't already drink loose leaf tea, not including bags or diffuser would be like giving someone a wireless mouse when they don't have a computer. So with things like this, it's always nice to include everything you need to see the process start to finish. It's like my mom always taught me to include whatever batteries a toy or electronic needs when you're giving it as a gift. Just see the person you care about through the whole process. And lastly, if you're willing to venture outside of the co-op, a fun mug would make a great addition to the sustainable gift. The second gift on our list is a movie night kit. I think this is super fun, and it's actually one of the first things I thought of when I thought of this whole concept for the episode. So, obviously, the base of this gift is the popcorn kernels in bulk. Uh, To jazz that up a little, you could do a mix of kernel types because we have yellow, white, and multicolor. You would have to purchase them separately, but you could mix them together or keep them separate depending on what the vibe is. I think personally I would keep them separate just because I like how that looks in a display. But it depends on whoever you're giving it to. And the next step for this gift would be some popcorn toppings. Obviously we don't have the obvious butter in bulk. And we're not including butter in this gift for good reason because, honestly, I think it'd be a little weird to unwrap a present under the tree and it just be butter. Also, you'd have to worry about refrigeration and melting and... uh, Okay, other topic. (laughs) So we don't have butter, but we do have salt. We also have uh, Red Star Nutritional Yeast. And if you have not tried Nutritional Yeast on popcorn... It is my personal opinion that you have not lived. It has a nutty, cheesy taste to it without being as dense and heavy as regular cheese. Plus, it's a great vegan alternative to the cheese topping, and it could be a good time to introduce the idea to any vegan friends. And then it wouldn't be a movie experience without the candy. We now have a selection of candies in the bulk department that personally make me so nostalgic for the classic movie experience, it's hard to believe they don't come in the theater box. 
but we have options like Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids, Aussie Style Red Licorice, Reese's Pieces, and some Fair Trade Chocolate Rainbow Drops if you think your gift recipient wants to mix the chocolate with their popcorn. Level up. And a good accompaniment to this set from outside the co-op would obviously be a DVD of their favorite movie or some tickets to your local independent movie theater. I think that this is the perfect gift to show someone that you want to spend time with them in some way. Because you could keep it simple and just give their favorite movie, but you could also give something that both of you were interested in watching, or that serves as a reference to something you both experienced or a good memory together. Also, popcorn kernels versus popped kernels have a pretty big size difference, so depending on the container you use and how much you give, they might need some help finishing off your gift, and as a good friend, you have an obligation to be that help for them. Fun fact I learned from the wonderful folks at the Colonial Theater in Bethlehem, New Hampshire, if you keep a slightly wet paper towel in with your popcorn kernels, it will keep the moisture out and keep the kernels fresher for longer. I don't know if a paper towel and a gift would be super appealing to see, but you could just present the tip to your friend as another kernel of knowledge. Okay, quickly moving on, we have soup mix. Literally the perfect gift for anyone. Name one person who doesn't like soup. Literally impossible. Everyone loves soup. Obviously, there are a million different types of soup you can make, and this is a really popular gift, so there's a high chance you've already given or received soup mix in a jar. We're limited a bit only by working with what's in the bulk department, but there's still plenty to go off of. A classic recipe to build your own mix is to select one grain, two beans, one extra ingredient, and your broth form. For the grain, I prefer to select a shorter grain pasta, both so it nicely fits in the container without taking up too much room or having to be broken, and so it fits well on your spoon when it comes time to eating. Some options are the brown rice shells, cavatappi, bow ties, or pearl or Israeli couscous. There are also some gluten-free options for our gluten-free friends. There's also plenty to choose from in the bean department. Uh, black, canna lily, red, kidney, etc. Some other options to add in are green peas, lentils, split peas, or even vegetarian bacon bits. And don't forget spices and your veggie broth powder. Like I said, this is a classic gift. We certainly did not invent it. So there are also plenty of pre-made recipes to follow with ingredients to fill that jar. But be warned that all of the ingredients for those might not come plastic free. So use your own judgment with how much waste you want to accumulate from this gift. If you do follow a specific recipe, it would be a good idea to include the name and the ingredients. I mean, I guess that would be a good idea uh, for any jarred mix that you give. If what you throw together doesn't have a name, make one up and make one up in honor of your recipient. 
I actually think that would be super cute to get a soup named after you or inspired by you as a present. This is another gift where the addition of a mug from outside the co-op would make a nice touch. Or maybe a thermos if your recipient is always on the go. Or I guess if you could find like a really nice spoon. I don't really know what would qualify as a really nice spoon. But if you know, then you know, I guess. Super similar in stacking concept and popularity is the baking mix in a jar gift. Again, this is not a new idea, so there are plenty of recipes available online to follow. But the basic idea, if you're not aware, is layering all of your dry ingredients nicely in a jar so that your recipient only has to add the wet ingredients and then come out with a freshly baked dessert. Common ingredients you can get from bulk include baking or all-purpose flour, sugar, baking soda, baking powder, and salt. There are also plenty of add-ins to choose from, including the Equal Exchange chocolate chips, Fair Trade chocolate rainbow drops, walnuts, pecans, dried coconut pieces, dried cranberries, raisins, and more. You could even include a separate small bottle of our quality pour-your-own vanilla extract if your recipe calls for it. I think it would also be cool to take this a slightly different direction and make a savory baked good kit for something like herb biscuits or pretzels. Or better yet, put multiple baking kits together to form themed meal kits like pancake and biscuit mix for breakfast, cookies and brownies for the sweet tooth, and pretzels and some of our snack mixes for the one who's always watching football every Sunday. And maybe put a homemade coupon for free help in the kitchen if you expect to reap any of the finished product. Make this gift even grander by supplementing with some funky oven mitts or cookie cutters and fun shapes from off-site. Like I said, the recipe in a jar idea is not new, but it's classic for a reason and can be made into something really special and unique if given the right touch. I like this gift because it's good for a wide range of people, including older relatives who savor cooking and appreciate a well-thought-out ingredient list, busy parents who don't have time to measure everything, and younger folks new to cooking who could use a guided hand. Another gift idea I've been sitting on since I brainstormed this episode is to create a bulk-only spa night kit. I will admit that I'm a sucker for any pre-made spa treatment, but there is something nostalgic and pure about being given the ingredients and really getting to make it a night of self-care. People also like to make their own spa concoctions because then they know exactly what ingredients are going on their skin and they can customize ratios for personal preference. Again, DIY spa treatments are not a new idea and there are plenty of recipes on the internet to look up. Some common ingredients you should grab are a sugar with larger crystals like a raw or turbinado sugar. Uh, some coarse sea salt, and some oats. I recommend the local main grains rolled oats. Some other things to consider including would be our pour-your-own honey 
And we even have dried rose petals. That would be a fun little bubble bath. Since this gift requires a bit more effort from the recipient, this would be a gift we're putting more effort into cute label with names, ingredients, and instructions would go a long way so they don't feel like they're just being given a pile of homework. If you're willing to step outside of bulk, a great addition would be some essential oils from the wellness department. And from outside the store, some fuzzy socks or a fluffy spa headband. I think something like this is often coded as a girly gift. But let's face it, we can all think of a time when we could have used a de-stress kit. Preparing for the holidays and gift shopping itself can be pretty stressful. So, you know, you're already here. Might as well pick up double the ingredients and make another kit for yourself. Next up, I present the gifted coffee bar kit. Now, I'm not going to lie. This can be a tricky gift to give. As we've discussed before, coffee can be a very personal and specific process for some people. Not that you're gifting the finished product or even telling people how to use it, but folks who consider themselves coffee connoisseurs can be particular about everything from blend types to ingredients to sources, etc. But honestly, I just think the concept behind this gift is so cute and it could really be useful, so I wanted to include it anyways. My suggestion is to pick three of our many equal exchange coffee blends and put them in three separate really nice jars. In a smaller size jar, you could get some sugar. You could even include an empty duplicate jar as a reserved spot for the cream. And then in some dainty little jars, you can get some additives for the coffee like cinnamon, nutmeg, and pumpkin pie spice. Your non-co-op shopping would be something like a tray to put it all on, some coffee bar signage, you could even DIY that yourself if you had time or effort or wanted to. Or again, even just a mug or travel mug. Since I started off by mentioning that this could be a difficult gift to give, I wanted to throw out some suggestions on people you could definitely give this to. I think this would be a great gift for people who like to entertain, anyone interested in trying new foods, and also folks moving into a new space, like college students, first-time apartment renters, or your neighbors who are new to the area. Basically, what I'm getting at is it's for people who will likely have others around them to drink it if they don't like it, and those who have not established a routine yet or are ripe for starting a new one. That's where this gift fits in. My last suggestion for this gift guide is for the active folks and hikers in your life. I think part of the reason I really like this one is because I named it Take a Hike in my notes. Uh, But this can really constitute any mix of ingredients depending on who your recipient is. If you're looking for some direction, though, my suggestion would be including one granola, one trail mix, and one chunk. I know that needs some context, so let me explain. 
We have these magical little things in the bulk department called chunks of energy. They are little cubes made of some blend of dried fruit, nuts, seeds, and other ingredients. There's a huge range in flavors from lemon pomegranate to honey vanilla to carob spirulina to chocolate almond. I personally love taking these on a hike. Some other good trail snacks are any of our varied trail mixes like the popular antioxidant blend, magical mystery, or dark chocolate almond. And then any of the local granolas from Backroads Granola or Grandy Organics will finish out the mix well. Plus, both of those companies have gluten-free options for our gluten-free friends. My suggestion for picking a trio of snacks would be to try and balance your sweets and savories. If you pick a trail mix with a lot of chocolate and sweets, try a more fruit and nut-based granola. From experience, your active friend will likely want to use one pick as a pre-activity snack, keep one for energy during, and save one as a treat for after. But if you know your friend won't eat anything unless it has a little bit of chocolate in it, then you know the right blend for them. That's really the whole point of any gift from the bulk department. It's completely customizable for the recipient. There's no preset anything that needs to be followed. You can get as much or as little of something as you need. If you know that your cousin's niece's sister's chimpanzee trainer only eats chipotle almonds every day, then get them a huge container of chipotle almonds. You know where to get it, you won't have to create any waste from it, and you know since they like it, there likely won't be any waste left from it. To me, that's better than all of the waste created from a pre-made, more traditional packaged gift. And with that, I think we've just concluded our 2022 Sustainable Holiday Gift Guide. I know there are countless gifting opportunities I missed from the bulk department, and I encourage you to find them and use them this holiday season. And share them with us so we can share them with everyone. Some general reminders if you come to the co-op ready to follow these gifting suggestions or your own ideas. 1. Even if your final contents will be put together in the same jar, such as in the soup in a jar kit, Ingredients need to be packaged and purchased individually. The layering and combining will have to happen at home. Two, a big part of what makes these gifts sustainable is shopping using your own containers. Any clean container can be reused in the bulk department and we also have a small assortment of reusable containers for sale. If you don't know the weight or the tear as it may be called of the container, it can be taken at the registers before you use it or at one of the scales in the bulk department. Please get the weight in pounds. 3. Make sure you have the PLU, that three-digit number, for every bulk item and the tear for every container you use. If you're collecting products in your final gifting container and don't want to write directly on it, just make a list on a separate piece of paper and be prepared to tell your cashier what is what. And four, please consider using gloves to keep things clean for all bulk department users. Thank you 
all for taking the time to listen to this episode of That's Rad during what I'm sure is a very busy time of year for you. And special thanks to Matt Perry for his bulkalicious addition to this episode. If you have more time this year or have a resolution to listen to more podcasts that you need to fulfill, make sure to check out our podcast library and other episodes on whatever platform you're listening on. If you're looking for a free and wasteless gift for me, I would love a nice rating and review for this podcast. It means more than you can imagine. And since it's my birthday this month also, you can throw in hitting that subscribe button for a second present. Don't be one of those combined birthday Christmas present people. Us holiday time birthday havers don't like that. And I guess I'll see you in 2023. That's crazy. Until then, remember to eat, sleep, and be rad. Probably gonna screw up. I'm probably gonna laugh <laughs> it's okay. and everything. Me too. So. Hey there. That's, oh god, that's awful. I'm gonna. This is gonna be one of those moments where I have to. <laughs> you you're not legally obligated to listen to it afterwards. Okay. Yeah, I won't be offended. What is the bulk department? Like, is there something? Can like I do, a general can I do my inter- Can I do my hello again to you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, uh, the mango is by far our most popular item. Um, I don't know why. I mean, no, I, I, I'm going to cut that part. I'm going to cut that part out because it is actually pretty good. If I say I don't know why, I can't say. That's Rad is a production of the Littleton Food Co-op. Anastasia Marr directs and hosts. Jesse Smith and Annie Stewart produce. Becky Colpitz provides unrelenting positivity and moral support. The Littleton Food Co-op is Littleton, New Hampshire's community-owned grocery store. We put our money where your mouth wants to be. Local farms, of course. No membership is required to shop here. Come check us out sometime, just off exit 41 at 43 Bethlehem Road in Littleton. Or if you're online, check us out at littletoncoop.com.